Hello my friends and welcome to the Rising with Love podcast. Mm -hmm. To be honest with you guys, I have literally no idea what this podcast episode today is going to be about because <laughs> I haven't read a script, wrote, wrote a script. Um, I just showed up the way how I am today. I felt like I wanted to record a podcast episode and so I just came and just see what wants to express itself for me because someone of you might need to hear it and I don't know who it is <laughs> I don't know what it is I am just really going with the flow here and just before I jumped up here and um, started to uh, record this episode I thought about making a live on Instagram and just jumping up on there as well and I have that thought still in my mind but super funny for me to observe how much scarcity is just around that thought you know just about that thought of like jumping so vulnerably on Instagram with not knowing what to say just being live there knowing that all the people can see you and can witness you and you can't really choose who does that because I feel like with the podcast it's something else <laughs> someone intentionally has to click on this <laughs> to listen to it so uh, there must be something at least but maybe that's wrong as well that in my head in my world <laughs> must be something that is resonant um, with that person but in life sometimes people just pass by you know but even then you know even if they're passing by like why is that actually stopping me from doing it and it's just a mental construct it's a mental idea that I am creating myself which is so fascinating to become aware of because in my mind I have certain people that are popping into and then I start to uh, come in this inner rolling it's at least, at least what I observe and what I can witness within myself you know um Instead of letting that just be a balloon in space, which it is, like this thought that I'm having, it's just one balloon in space, I am making it an entire series of balloons like you have in the wedding, you know, and just like jump from one to the other in the sky and forget completely that I am the vastness of it all, but I'm just focusing on the balloons. And in that sense, like the balloons are well, what is this person is going to think about me? Like, and there are certain people that are coming in my mind and I'm like, oh, I don't want this person to see me or I don't, I don't want to see this person or I don't want to hear from that person. And then it's just going, going like that. <laughs> and it's not about me having those thoughts because that's normal. That's okay. They just come, they go like, you know, they're like your heartbeat. You can't really stop your thoughts. And especially when you're just training presence, it's something which like a flower in the garden is going to evolve naturally by itself and the more you do the practice of presence the more you are practicing stillness within yourself the less they're going to become and the less the intensity is going to become of a thought um it's just that when we are deciding to hold on to it when we're deciding to go with it and to co-create you know create even more because we are the creator of everything and everything we see is what we create Ah, that's so beautiful to let that sink in as well for a moment. So it's always just this invitation again to come back into presence and to notice that fear 
it's just fear as well. And fear is the absence of love. And love is presence. Unconditional love is presence. And when we practice unconditional love, it is so important to allow ourselves to hold that space for ourselves, you know. And if I'm talking about this topic, if I'm actually cutting this topic right now, that was something that I felt like I wanted to share since a really long time because unconditional love is so powerful. And what most of us experience in our day-to-day -day lives, not just with partners, but as well with ourselves and especially with ourselves because in our partner, our friend as well, um, relationships in general, there are just reflections and mirrors for what's internally happening. Again, because we're the one creating, we're the one labeling, we're the one putting a certain lens in front of what we perceive. And that is conditional love. Conditional love basically is like I'm putting my love on conditions, which means like I'm only loving you if you are willing to do that. I am only loving you if you are behaving in this way. I am only loving you if you are behaving in that way. And I'm not loving you unconditionally. And that is how the problems are starting to occur and arise within ourselves as well. Because what that does internally is it is creating this abortion and craving. More abortion and craving but as well, but more abortion inside of ourselves. This rejectiveness, you know, this like not willingness to surrender. And to letting it be there. But it's just like, oh, you, you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be think that. You shouldn't, you know, like this really harshness with ourselves. Where we then just like come in that complete identification of the egoic mind. Where we're just focused on ideologies, on concepts, on ideas of how society should work. Of how we ourselves should be. And we're getting really stuck in this wheel of expectations expectations towards ourselves and so hard because when we are not meeting our own expectations we're creating even more suffering for ourselves without being aware of that now we are not doing that on purpose but it's just created through the samskara um through the impressions for through the conditionings that we had when we were younger Because this is eventually how we learn conditional love. You know, we, we're observing that from our parents. We're observing that through the way of how our parents have been behaving around us and how they shared their love with us as well. And the reason why we're having so much high expectations on ourselves is like, how could we not, you know? like society does, our parents already had, like there's always this, like we've been raised in a world that is so full of egoic structure, of comparison, of competition that, you know, and a lot of expectations. And it's just been completely brought away from natural rhythm and from the uniqueness of each individual of us. Because even when you're a child, you know, and when you're in kindergarten, it always has this forceful energy, this, 
you should learn this and then you need to have this grade and if you do not have this grade you are not good enough like that's what getting what gets programmed in our minds from the beginning onwards and if you then on top of that have parents who have been raised in that way too and who are not had the great opportunity to establish self-awareness or to be present within themselves then that's just getting passed on to you and then they expect you as well because in a, in a way as well of course they as well worrying about you you know if they will want well for you and Uh, we all have been taught in, in society and in the world, it's like if you don't have great, great grades, if you're not going to a good school, if you're not going to university afterwards, you're nothing. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, think that's insane. It is insane. <laughs> ah. <clears throat> If you really let that sink in, like... Wow, you know how much pain is that creating, disbelief, and we're carrying that on for life, basically. Like, if I'm not achieving this, if I'm not doing that, if I'm not having that amount of money, if I'm not, in, if I'm not married, if I'm not this, if I'm not that, like, I'm nothing. Oh, this is so harsh. We're being so harsh to ourselves. And then this conditioning is just because we're having collective energy as well. And I feel like we're always as well sometimes forgetting about that like we're not just carrying our own pain but we're carrying pain of an entire generation and we're like sharing so much of that pain you know collectively just it's not just me who's going through this or who had to go through that conditioned love it's this entire planet like how much do we put our loves on conditions you know even just the weather like think about it it's conditioned as well like oh only like sunshine I only can feel good when the sun is shining. I wish there would be more sunshine. It's also conditioned, like just placing conditions on your happiness. We're doing that all the time with everything, no? That's as well love, love for yourself. Because that's what I mean when I say like everything that you're experiencing in the inside gets reflected to you on the outside. And that happens. So eventually you become aware of it. And you can heal it and you can transcend it and you can take that dirt <laughs> and transform it into gold into something so beautiful when i look back on my experience i always as well can see how my love was so much conditioned on a lot of factors around me And a lot of my achievements, especially my self-esteem and my self-love. And just bringing that in my mind, how much I suffered myself because I didn't met my own expectation. It wasn't even that someone else out there placed anything on top of me. No, it was just me myself saying like, you should do this and you're not doing it. So you are not worthy. You're not good. You're not there yet. <laughs> which is so silly but where do you want to be anyways <laughs> but wait, you realize there's nowhere to be or nowhere to arrive because you are arriving in every single moment you are arriving always in the here and now and this is exactly where you need to be and you do not need to achieve anything more than what you're already achieving because all what it just does is like creates that biggest tremendous amount 
of stress and stress is so toxic for the body and it's not just that we're doing those things with our achievements but we're as well doing those things with the way how we should be and how we should behave and just how you know being formed so we're able to fit in society and it just didn't it's just we're still doing it like it's a it's a that's a thing <laughs> hello <laughs> we're not embracing our individuality and if you're looking in the cosmos you know if you look deep into nature into spaciousness is what you see like spaciousness like the universe god you know whatever you want to call it energy loves form it loves form it created so much form and so much variation and everything is serving its perfect purpose and everything is perfectly beautiful and so are we as well in our own individual expression but just that can't be controlled because you have to surrender to it it's like this feminine energy it's not this masculine energy of like you know pushing through it and forcing and controlling and having structure but it's this beautiful feminine of just like being flowy and like ooh, letting it express whatever it wants to express and having like its own beautiful juiciness to it just so different so where are you setting conditions on yourself you know Where do you say to yourself, like, oh, I'm only good, I'm only beautiful when I do this, when I have that, when I behave in that way? Because loving unconditional, loving yourself unconditionally, it, it means like, I'm, like, it means you become neutral in the first place. And at least that's how I experience because you become whole. You know, there's no fighting against one side anymore. There's not like I want dark, uh, I want um, light and I don't want um, darkness and vice versa. I'm craving to always be light and like may I never be darkness. Like this, you know, like it just transcendence because you're just like, oh, this is here. Oh my gosh, like, yeah, I'm here. I'm here for you. Like, it's okay. You can, it's okay. Look, I'm, I'm just giving space. It's like um, Eckhart always explains that so beautifully, Eckhart Tolle. He's like describing it as this like cross that you're having, you know, the Jesus cross. And then the one side, the ver vertical, is um, the transcendence, uh, the person dimension. And the vertical is the transcendence dimension. And it's just creating space and letting the person step aside so the transcendence dimension can work through the person and come into this energy field come into what well, doesn't mean that the person is not necessary like we really pretty much need that in this world to communicate and to do things and to you know as well like structure is important i'm not i'm not saying that we do not need structure anymore but i just feel like if we what we really need is balance and it's not for me about breaking something down which was there before because in some ways like we still need to listen of what's good for ourselves you know and we need to more listen to the guidance of our own body of the guidance of our body like that's what we really need to listen to because our body's serving us in every single moment and if something feels not right in our body in a way of like not feeling safe here like 
our intuition, which is feminine too. <laughs> we gotta trust that and um, we have to take actions from our masculine um, to keep us safe and to, to go and to do that. And that's why we need this masculine energy, this safety, to allow the feminine, this softness, this unconditional love to be expressed, you know, to this place of like staying there and I'm like, I'm holding you, like, and I'm loving you of regardless what wants to be expressed through you in this moment and regardless of what you're experiencing, because we only can transcend and resolve our emotions if we're actually giving them space to be expressed because the reason why they're coming up in this intensity in the first place is because we suppress them as a child maybe because we had to be safe you know we had to keep ourselves safe like that's a protection mechanism that our body does like our body's so intelligent and it does so many things without us actively being aware of like <laughs> for example um letting the heart beat like it's not that we're sitting there and constantly thinking of like every single bump that our heart does it just happens and in the same time like a lot of functions in the body are happening too um yeah without us without us being aware of and when we are children especially for example and we are not feeling safe to express our emotions our body's taking over because we're coming in survival mode and we're doing the best we can to help our body survive but that gets, gets stored in our system. It's not that it dissolves, like, like it's not that it disappears. <laughs> Energy doesn't disappear, like it stays there. It sticks in our cells, in our DNA, it sticks in our inner energy system. And it will come back because it wants to be seen, it wants to be felt. Only that is the reason how you can, like the way how you can release this energy. And for that we need unconditional love. We need unconditional love to not judge that. And to not judge the thoughts that we're having, to not judge ourselves and, and place labels of good and bad and evil and um, yeah, unpleasant or you know whatever on top of it. And just it is what it is. It is there. <laughs> it's there for a reason. That's it. Mm, that's it. <laughs> it's so easy. It's so easy. And we're just creating more and more suffering by pushing it away. And I, I understand that. It's not easy to do that because especially if you have been out of sync with your natural emotions since a while and you haven't experienced your emotion, that's going to be like, oh, what the heck? It's like, oh, you are like, I can't breathe. <laughs> At least that's how I felt. And I know how, like, I know what I'm talking about. Like, I took antidepressants for a year, like a really long time. To not feel negative emotions. And when I stopped taking them and when my hormones came back into balance, like it was so overwhelming. It was so overwhelming. Like I the heck did not know how to deal with it. I was like, what is this? How the usual? How do normal people deal with emotion? Like, no wonder everybody's getting drunk. Like heck. <laughs> No wonder everybody's smoking Mariana. I smoke tons of Mariana to like actually really come clear with that emotions because I just could, I could not. It was so much. It was so intense. But as well, it was so intense because I constantly continued to believe that story. I constantly started to identify more. It's not that it is easy in the beginning, you know, when you really decide to be like, okay, I'm going to work through this shit. Like, it can be really hard work, but it doesn't need to be. Like, there, that's why it is important to look for people who have gone through this. Like, I had the tweets so many 
mentors and masters or however you want to call it that were supporting me on that path that I was like turning into every single day regardless if that was through podcasts or if that was for anything else like just to come in this frequency and to learn how to deal and how to allow emotions to be and it was a long journey you know but what I really can say like really can say it's getting so much easier year after year after year even month after month it's like it's it's a journey that you're doing for a long term you know but it's not gonna improve your future and that's not what you're focusing on but it's more about improving your presence like the moment that you're having right now in 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 this in this in this second like literally the second so it's definitely worth taking on a ride because what you will learn along this path as well what's just unconditional love as well it is just presence you know it's just being here in this moment and being grateful for this moment whatsoever and I had a friend saying that to me the other day and I found that so like that really sticked for me like saying like the only time when I do not feel good in myself (laughs) is when I believe that the present moment needs to be more than what it is right now. And again, that's placing a condition, you know, that's becoming aware of that a condition has been placed on there. But if you are looking through it, if you're looking through the eyes of presence, everything's allowed to be, because everything has been eventually created by the universe, my God, whatever you want to call it. And it serves its purpose. It really serves its purpose. Like we're having yin and yang. We're living in a world as a person <laughs> of duality. Like in Ekriya, it's all an illusion, you know. None of that is real because we've been the one who created all of that. Like we created words <laughs> even to explain that. We created the concept of a universe and like we created form that's that's what it is like we created form but looking at it from a point of stillness all this it's just there it just exists you exist that's it first law you exist you're constantly changing you're constantly apart from that place that's observing that's never changing you look in the mirror like the one thing that looked in the mirror when you were eight years old is still the same thing <laughs> thing or space or whatever you want to call it consciousness <laughs> that looked in the mirror now your form changed your personality did it change structures might have yeah your core your qualities that they changed the one who's doing the looking always stays the same always the same place that looks and it's just about coming in that same like in that space and staying in that space and looking from that space and recognizing now when we're putting conditions on it and being aware as well of the ego because the ego has can have such a great grip on you know and it can play really its games of like trying to get you back in identification and um 
that's when you then start to really pull yourself down <laughs> and you get completely lost in this this nonsense that your mind is telling you and you're like engaging completely in a movie you know oh oh my gosh i'm like <laughs> yeah completely engaged in the movie like completely in it like you're experiencing everything you're thinking and then it just becomes like oh my god life becomes horrifying it's really horrifying and that's as well the mind you know so you make yourself down And then you're making yourself for make, down for making yourself down. <laughs> Not putting myself out there. I've done, I've done that too multiple, multiple times. So what do you do when that happens? It's like, think about that. Of this unconditional, unconditional place of love inside of you. You're putting yourself down. See it is like, like a mother holds a child. Just give it space in a sense of give it space to express itself. Zoom yourself out. Imagine it maybe even as your small child being there, like coming up right now, because it has the opportunity to be safe and to be experienced, to close that loop <laughs> was a long one. Because those emotions are arising when we feel safe, you know, and they are there for us to be dissolved. So if you do not... Give those emotions the opportunity to be felt. They're always going to come up with the same intensity. And they will not, if we just push them away, if we make them worse, like they're going to come up as long as it takes us to finally say like, okay, I have nothing against you whatsoever. Come in. You are welcome here. I'm opening my home for you. You do not have to stay outside. It's okay. Now, how does that reflect with others? It's all starting by yourself. You start to love yourself unconditionally. You start to love others unconditionally too. Which then doesn't mean that you have to people please. And you have to let every single person be part of your life. Like that's not what unconditional love means. Because unconditional love sometimes as well can mean discipline. And holding consequences. Like everything in life has consequences. Everything has a cause and an effect. If I decide... Yeah, I'm just gonna eat chocolate the entire day and I do that for weeks, I'm gonna get fat. <laughs> It's a consequence. <laughs> It's nothing that I can control. <laughs> It's a fact. <laughs> ah. Just like that, was with multiple things. But you, it just gives you a great opportunity to really have compassion and love and understanding. Once you understand that in yourself, you reflect it onto others. And then that's beautiful. Because then you come in this space where I just have so much compassion for another person that whatever it is that they are going through is not affecting you anymore it's not it's not and, and if it like if it does you set your boundaries or you walk away if it doesn't feel good in your body you walk away and you know what I don't, I don't have to but you're not coming out of this reactive state of like <laughs> you can just come out of this loving space you know and just be like well just, I'm sorry I'm just not feeling Yeah, see you later just go sneak away like you know if you don't feel like you want to say it or if you don't feel like the other person is receptive to receiving that's another thing or just if it like just doesn't feel right in the moment like again listen to your body knows knows best so that is the job that we're having to do in this earth nowadays as well we can't dissolve or the problems that we have by pointing fingers and staying in the same same mindset as we did before you know like you can't you can't end the war by starting one 
that's what I mean by saying like you are wrong and, and I'm right. Like this is just not how it works. Like we didn't, we did, we did that. And where did it brought us? You know, like if we really want to make a new earth, if we really want to create that, if you want to be part of being the change that you want to see, it's time to step away from that. A step away from this finger pointing. And again, that doesn't mean that you are not allowed internally to feel that. It's totally fine to take yourself a space where you can hold yourself to experience that emotion sacredly, like going in the forest, screaming it out, or throwing stones, or um, breaking sticks, or like having an aesthetic dance, having a breathwork series, just a way for you to feel your emotions. It's super important. Or something else if someone else is getting harmed in that. And then too, that's a process as well, which we are learning, you know, the more the intensity of our emotions start to dissolve, the easier this is going to become for us. <laughs> it's all just about taking this role model, you know, role. And it's not about me going and trying to destroy the old world, but me going and focusing on building a new one. And how do I want that to look like? And it's not that I'm talking into other people's way and being like, you shouldn't be doing that. Like you should more like do it like this. Like that was something that I'm still learning. I'm serious with that. Like working as a coach, you will sometimes have this point where you're like there to give guidance and provide directions. But like then for me, it was really hard to do split that with <laughs> my private life and it is something which I'm still learning to give more space to and to not talk into other people's way of like oh maybe try it like this or maybe you should do it like that you know but just like they everybody has their own way on doing things like it's fine like nobody needs to do the things that I do them <laughs> the way I do them and I do not need to put my opinion on my ways with forest onto others or I talk down their opinions because then again i'm in the egoic mind i'm in this strong identification with my perception and i'm feeling offended <laughs> someone else not feeling that it's again conditioned it's so conditioned it's so conditioned love like i'm not liking this person anymore if he do if he does that like <laughs> it's completely against my values and Take a look at that. They just don't have those values. Okay, it's fine. Like they have their own qualities. They have their own gifts to bring to this world. Maybe it's not that. Something else. Like it's not my place. Like I'm not not being better than anyone else if I'm sitting there and telling everyone what they should do. No. <laughs> it should take. Like, honestly, if you're really doing this inner work, you realize you have you have enough work to do with yourself. <laughs> and Jesus said that even no. Don't ask me like where he said it at in the Bible because I literally have no clue. <laughs> but he said like don't focus on the door in, in another person's eye, but focus on your own. And that is job which is going to take you a lifetime. I promise that. I promise that. And what does gossiping do anyways, you know? It just, again, places condition in our self-love. <laughs> Why? Because we need someone else to be bad so we can feel good about ourselves that's yeah just you know let that sink in like i always need to let that sink in even like it's just it just doesn't feel good you know it just doesn't feel good talking someone else bad especially if you really get to know your own shadow side and you work with your inner, inner demons you just notice like oh, 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 oh. you really want to hold yourself because there's so much you see so much darkness and pain and suffering 
that you see within yourself that that's enough work and again comes all from childhood maybe if you believe in past life even you brought that with and it's just getting reflected and mirrored in this life as long as it takes for you to dissolve it for you to give it space to be expressed without judging it and without expecting it to be gone too <laughs> and that's something that i did as well like i think it was two years by now ago yeah two years by now ago i was sitting there and doing i did all my practices i'm going to meditation i was like journaling i was like really disciplined with it like right a bit too obsessed with it and then i was like so frustrated because i was like i'm journaling and <laughs> meditating <laughs> and I'm still feeling mad <laughs> and I'm still feeling sad <laughs> oh boy <laughs> well there's a lot that I start so it's okay it's fine like now I would like to go back in time like give little Laura a hug and be like it's okay you don't need to feel good like it's really okay not to be okay the moment you accept that you are actually really okay with not being okay and you're really happy with not being happy like I like it's like yeah it has beauty it has such a beauty like oh crying like letting it go releasing it like wow The other day I was like as well, I had so much anger. I was so angry. I had so much anger in me. I was like running through the forest and really screamed it out loud. Like I burst it out like crazy. Felt magical. <laughs> so I did have... <laughs> it brought up so much tension, but... <laughs> it felt magical. Just sometimes to give yourself the permission to feel that anger and to be like, you know what? I do not, at this point, do not need to feel different. And then I give that time, eventually it's going to just, it will dissolve. It will really dissolve. And it's maybe just a, exactly what you need to experience in this moment. Again, it doesn't mean that you have to let that out on another person. And if you are on a point where you really notice, like, I can't, like, right now I'm so identified with what's going on inside of me. I'm so in my pain body. I'm feeling it so intensely. And you have to be with another person. Just let them know. <laughs> I'm having, I'm so sorry, I'm having a, a shit day, um, please do not take it personal, I'm trying my best on, on not letting this out on you because I don't want you to feel bad either, but this is what I'm experiencing and right now I'm trying my best, I can't change it, so I'm really, please just, please forgive me for that, <laughs> if you're with the right person, then they can give you a tremendous amount of space. If they don't, then maybe it's not the right person. And then that's something to overthink as well, if that's really something which is serving you in this present moment. Present moment. Not in general, present moment. Just in this moment. Ah, this moment feels so juicy. <laughs> just having a feeling if there is something else that wants to be expressed through me. At this stage, I feel like I said everything that had to be said about unconditional love somehow that's how we went this today just um flowing if you're wondering why i hold it so much space in between maybe you don't but it just comes up in my mind it's because i'm practicing holding space because <laughs> i noticed that the other day when i was like on stage this is by the way so let's let's say that no closing the final loop here what i noticed the other day when i was holding a speech in front of people it's like just becoming really aware <laughs> <laughs> that I have troubles with holding space and with not saying anything but with giving time for consciousness for presence to 
um, continual ride and by just sitting there and allowing nothing to be said, just holding that space, like felt that really hard. So this is a practice for me right now. And then again, this is unconditional love, no? Again, like me noticing it. Oh, this is what's happening. It's okay that it happens. And then I, I get it. Like in the moment I see something, I have the opportunity to change it, you know? In that case, I can um, use a tool, for example, to bring expressions to emotions to expression. I can go to yoga, I can do my aesthetic dance, do breath work, like whatever it takes. Can I go outside, throw stones, you know? Even if I'm with another person, I can say, I just have to go and release my anger. <laughs> um, now I have an opportunity to change. Because awareness gives me, gives me, and like consciousness gives me the, this, this moment, like of like, ooh. Oh, I'm doing this. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah, change it. I change it. I can change it. I am changed always, constantly. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much, my friends. I don't feel like there's anything more that wants to be said today. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you for giving me the great opportunity to flow with you and to be with you. I hope that you could take something out of this session that we had with each other. And yeah, let's take, let's step into present, presence for this last bit. So wherever you are, take the opportunity to close your eyes. Just noticing I'm holding this coffee cup since ages. I haven't drank a sip out of it. Sorry. <laughs> close your eyes and start to take a few deep breaths. Deepen your belly, feeling your belly rising up to your chest, to your throat. And then just slowly starting to observe the breath leaving you again. Like a flowing river. Just coming, filling you. And allowing you to flush everything out of your system which isn't serving you today. Which isn't part of your path anymore. Really allowing yourself to step into presence. Feel in your body and see if there is some space in your body where you decide to hold tension or where you feel tension. And if you do that, just tell yourself to relax literally say to yourself oh, no. i was saying to relax let everything go let your muscles go and flow and fall allowing yourself to be in this vastness to feel in your heart feel the expansion feel presence this unconditional love that you are that unconditional love that isn't judging your experience but that is embracing it that sees the magic and the wonders and everything it feels. And then take one more deep breath in your stomach, up to your chest, in your throat, and let it all go with a sigh. <sighs> and then maybe you feel like wiggling your fingers, wiggling your toes, coming back to me, or coming back to your day, and enjoying the beauty of the rest of your day. I am sending you all the love and all the light and hope you have a great and amazing time. Namaste, my friends.